three, two, one, and we're rolling. We're live? Yes, sir. Okay, dope, man. Let's talk battle rap, man. Yeah. It's your host, France. Yes, sir. It's you your host, Program V. Yes, sir. We're here. So a battle dropped yesterday. Let's see if I get the date right on this one. June <laughs> 19th, 2018. That's when it dropped. Yes, sir. You okay. got it. I, I'm doing better, <laughs> man. We got it this time. Iron Solomon and Chilla Jones dropped. Yes. That that was a surprise battle of Mass 4 Blackout Edition. No over. one saw that one coming. Yeah, nobody saw that one coming. I definitely thought it was going to be Iron at the Source. I was the bamboozled. Sequel. <laughs> the sequel. I was bamboozled. But uh, great battle. Fantastic battle. Everybody is really enjoying the battle for what it is. I'm glad uh, how fast it dropped. Yeah, man. And they didn't hold that one back at all. And this is Iron Solomon coming off the Rump Nitty performance, and I think there's something we can start having a conversation now. This is a topic <sighs> to start talking about now. Whose pen game is the craziest? I think it's time <laughs> that we start asking ourselves: Is Iron? Is Iron? Where do we rank Iron Solomon's pen? Oh man, yo, his his pen is he's at the top, man. He's right up there. He's hovering up there. Whoever you right. have at the top. If Solomon is not sitting next to them or knocking on their window, right. then you're tripping. You I, know what I mean? I guess I guess on a level of consistency, I, we can't put Iron above a lot of guys because uh-huh. the sample size isn't isn't as equal as a JC. As but when a, he comes a, out to play, though, but when he comes out to play, is it, it it matters? It, but it's mattered a lot in his last couple performances, so that's what's really caught me interested. And uh, I'm ready to talk about these lyrics, man. So, so look, shout out to Genius.com. Yes, sir. And shout out to the guy transcribing these battles. We need more battle rap transcribers. <laughs> Where y'all at? Man? I would love, I would love less bloggers, more transcribers, and more journalists. Yo, we need to go to like the little high schools, the junior high schools, and find them little kids who just love to watch battle rap and, <laughs> and just just give, make, them, just give them a typewriter them, and make just, them type it just out. Just give them pizza and soda. And just just let them rock. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just let them type it out, man. So we're gonna bring in a new series to the show. We have so many different series and so many things that we're, we're crafting up so we're going to call this the deconstructed this is where we print out lyrics from battles and we're going to break down the rounds as to what we liked what was creative writing in it what was really clever that uh, probably flew over everybody's heads the double entendres the word play the triple entendres the, the, triple en- quad, the quadruple entendres <laughs> you know and uh we're doing quadruple entendres <laughs> we're really gonna like get into the base as to the nitty gritty of the writing what, what you know what before you even get into that right let me let me ask you the question oh talk about it because I, I i don't think i've ever asked you this question and everybody always talks about a pen uh-huh. in battle rap but we never i guess created a standard for it what mm. do you define as a good pen a good pen to me is someone who you have to go back a few times to really decipher what they're saying. That's a guy who was, as they're telling you a story, there's a backstory within that story. Mm-hmm. And you have to pick apart those little gems and those little nuggets and find the intricacies and find what the double meanings are and the hidden meanings. But ultimately to have a great pen you still have to be a great communicator Mm. and there's only a few guys who are able to have a crazy pen and communicate that properly and iron solomon is one of those guys so for me you have to be able to write deeper than the than the average artist but you still have to be able to make it relatable to not just the average consumer but you know the that consumer who's looking to go to that next level you know what i'm saying it can't get too crazy 
Yeah, well said, man. I think, what about you? What do you think? I think a good pen is something that uh, obviously needs to have replay value. Mm-hmm. If I could catch everything at once, I don't think it's as intricate as we claim it to right. be. So um, they have to sacrifice already a part of their performance and material. And sometimes they might even have to, quote unquote, dumb things down, yeah. take things out, scratch it out, change the surface, not, not overcomplicate it, to not be a prisoner of their own thoughts. So mm-hmm. as a whole, being that lyrical and complicated and, and complex and your, your crafting and, and build up, it's a skill to me because of how you have to keep the crowd attentive, how layered it has to be in a short amount of time. Right, right. And, you know, you're lucky if you have those crowds and those events where people want to hear you build up. So it gives you a bit more of a, a chance to be yourself without having to cram it, without having to cater it for somebody else, mm-hmm. having to put it the way you want to put it. And I think when you go back to read anybody's pen, you'll catch multi layers of punches You'll 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 see the wordplay. You'll see the double use of words. You'll see the the, hom- the homophone. Mm-hmm. You'll see the the creativeness of where their thought process is, and more importantly, where there is no filler. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Ultimately, to me, to have a crazy pen game, right? It all has to make sense. I agree. Leading up to it, some guys are kind of crazy, and then they start reaching a little bit just to make it connect or make it land. But when a MC can actually piece it all together and it all makes sense like that's mind-blowing to me you know what i mean that's what makes you crazy i agree man i definitely agree so uh let's talk about iron solomon's last two battles against rum nitty and against chilla jones listen uh i, I don't care if somebody wants to call this a hot take i don't care if somebody wants to disagree <laughs> with me i think iron solomon and rum nitty is an all-time battle people had no expectations for it uh-huh. it was in a small room it was iron solomon's return to smack in five years against one of the most dangerous punches out right now. Uh-huh. And the style clash obviously was going to become a preference battle. Like I didn't expect nobody to win off of a clash this this intense, but they both gave us some of their best material together and won. I remember uh that was volume 1. Yeah. And you know, you see the big names on the card and then right. you see these two guys paired together and you're like, Rrr. "But man, when that joint came out, right. Fuck your facts fire man so friends i definitely want to get this cracking so, brother yeah man so i i have iron solomon's first round here and uh let me tell you what i mean by there's no filler mm-hmm. let me tell you what i mean he opens up his first round you battle charlie in the roughest crowd he prepared for you by writing nothing down <laughs> instantly he's <laughs> he's downplaying one of rum nitty's biggest wins he's saying all right so you beat charlie clips that that's the, that's that was your biggest battle Clips didn't even clips didn't even <laughs> take you. For you. You got the clips that, that didn't show up. So everybody's gonna talk about clips not showing up instead of you winning. Exactly. And then already uh, setting the tone. Already setting the tone. And Iron Let's Known, for me, he wrote all three and made his grandmother proud. That's hilarious. <laughs> because letting him know he said, Hey, he took me serious, right. unlike you. And you know, Charles was referencing his grandmother. So that like grandma's cousin. he's a, he's already there kind of just getting into like setting a tone, referencing battle rap. Mm-hmm. And also dissecting uh, uh, Rum's highlights in his career. Exactly. And then towards, I'll fast forward a bit towards the end. He goes, oh, you don't get it? You fucking clown? I'm saying the clips that I bring to the ring actually comes with rounds. <laughs> so it's just, I already like that already. clips. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't, rounds, it wasn't crazy, but it was enough to say, you got my attention now. You right. know, like it was enough to set the tone and say, okay, what else do you have for me? Mm-hmm. And... and in the midst of it all, he started to like freestyle as well about like Rum Nitty's clothes, which is also lyrical. So yeah. it's not like it was a rebuttal in the round. It was <laughs> mid round. It kind of moved into the same part of the round. And uh, uh, 
Where's it at? Right here, man. He goes, you are authentic enough to step in the shoes of the great, but those are actually new, and I'm kind of matching you because they had the same Jordans. Yeah, they had, a, the, had the, the Jordan fives, fives on. Had the Jordan fives on. I'm kind of matching you, but mine's a classic, so I'm winning in this fashion it's too. too right? So he's also referencing the fact that he's battling in a small room on Smack again, like where he first started on Smack, mm-hmm. not the not the Mook battle. Uh you're in the small room with me. I'm going to create a classic. Rum. Exactly. This and, is my environment, Rum. And not only that, <laughs> he was wearing the OG versions of it. So even on that level, he's showing that he's the OG in this also. And Rum is just like the 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 new flavor of the month. You know what I'm saying? Right. The blue Air Jordans that never came out back in the day. You know what I mean? Right. The, the whole round, Iron Solomon, like, he, he opens it with a scheme. Like, he'll say a line, it transitions. So the transition between rhymes is probably like, where are you going with this? Like yeah. you just you just said one thing and now you take him to a whole other place. But he'll set he'll he introduce it and then keep building on it with wordplay in the mixer where it gets it gets it gets good it gets creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna just skip to more of the end of his round where he starts talking about the genes. You know, if he got a steam to chrome his home because it's not in his genes. Hold up, hold up, hold up. He licks. I know you follow the theme, but the top of the scheme, I strand cut cloth, then jean. So then already strand, he's... Strand, cut, cloth, jean. Are yeah. you guys following that? Yes. All right? Stand, Keep going, my brother. Strand, uh-huh. cut, cloth, then jeans. I'm unraveling each thread so y'all can see who we Unraveling best. each thread, okay? You ever seen the cartoons when they pull that thread <laughs> from the jeans and it starts to unravel? That's what he's doing to Homeboy's character right there, all right? I got this bitch sewn. That's why he seems stressed. Mm. That Not that f- we're calling women bitches, but listen, you know the the, the lady that that that's that's that sews your clothes. She's a seamstress, and he seems stressed. I just want to point out. If Smack reacts to your line, it's fire, okay? Hello. If Smack reacts to your line, <laughs> you you landed one. Because Smack is usually thinking about what Goods be thinking when the battles are going on. So I if can't he's even reacted, imagine how many rounds Smack is hurting in his life. Come on now. Come on now. So, well, yeah, to get his attention, you're doing over, something. Over right. under 3,000. Oh, they've been in business for 10 years now. You figure they drop. And, and, and in the streets. I'm talking about his his everything. Yeah, damn, yeah. Over, over under 3,000. <laughs> I mean, you got to think. If, all right, if one battle is nine rounds. Yeah. If an event has six rounds, a 63 rounds an event right there. <sighs> My gosh. And if you crazy. do 10 events a year, that's 600 rounds. Yeah. Probably 600 rounds. Yeah. Wow. He's seen a lot of rounds. And so. not, that's not to mention what he's not hosting. <laughs> Right, over 3,000. <laughs> Damn, salute to Smack, Mr. 3,000. So, if you get a reaction out of Smack with a line, it, it was clever. It was uh-huh. good. Um, I'll poke holes through him, put the needle in the knit, then lace him with a bow tie that'll leave him in stitches. We will not tie. All right, break that down for those slow pokes, please, brother. Man, uh, I'll poke holes through him and put uh-huh. the needle in the knit. Mm-hmm. So, already he's he's painting the fact that he's making a bow tie. Mm-hmm. You have to poke a hole through a bow tie with there your you needle. Go. If you guys yeah. don't sew, have, do you sew, V? <laughs> I don't sew. Oh, but, but your mom never taught you, man. What's up? <laughs> I've watched my mom sew. You Listen, know what man, I'm saying? Let me tell you so I'll pick up whenever, on some of the whenever lingo. Whenever the button ups on my on my, on my shirts <laughs> yeah, will yeah. pop, she'll hand me the thread, the needle. Said, "Do you think I got a whole jar of buttons? Let me know what color you need." <laughs> Damn, hey man, shit comes in handy, bro. So this hit home. <laughs> <laughs> then, Score points for you. Then lace them with a bow that'll leave them in stitches. Uh-huh. Already, you have to 
lace the bow of the bow tie. Mm. You're creating the stitches to make the bow tie stay intact. Talk that we bow will tie not, shit. We will not tie. Hello. Not tie. So, like, those look, see, that lets you know that these are well thought out, like, bars and structure and materials. Like, like he's really thinking about these things. And, in the, and the interesting thing about his scheme, it, like, all right. See, I know we're going to jump to the Iron and Chilla Jones battle, but like a Chilla Jones will bring up a topic and list everything in yeah, the topic. Yeah. Iron Solomon will bring up a subject and list everything around it that you're like, oh, yeah, right. The little intricacies right. of it, yeah. Like, you know, like. Not it, the so obvious joints. Exactly. Like, right now, if, like, if uh, Chilla Jones did a scheme on Golden State Warriors, he'll be like, <laughs> Steph Curry this, to yeah. Clay Thompson that, I Draymond the Green mm-hmm. this. Like, he'll list everything on the Warriors. But if if Iron Solomon did a warrior scheme, it would be about the warriors being a warrior, right? What it composes of a warrior, right. things that that you know, like that's how he. Would Every break. little definition of it will just all yeah. be all encompassing because each word you give to somebody can mean multiple things. Like Absolutely, even, even just in slang, exactly just regular slang. My boy, boy, <laughs> boy, right, and, boy, boy. <laughs> it's all about the inflection, man. Ah, boy, <laughs> so boy. Like, <laughs> so, it's like, just it's so many different expressions of one word, and right. Solomon loves to find expressions of like words mm-hmm. and, and and different ways they're put. But that's what also makes him unique too, because then he always has those little cheesy lines too. <laughs> I love the cheesy lines where he's like, "Throw your noodle against the wall till it sticks. The pasta's ready." <laughs> Literally cheesy. We're talking about pasta, but mm-hmm. um, he yeah, had those little lines that you, I guess you call the corny lines, but they'll make you smile and it's like make it's all thought out. It'll make you laugh. Make you laugh. And the little cheesy lines. And out. then I guess also too, it might be a strategic thing. It's like you know when you go heavy, heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can throw away something to to bring people's expectations down a little bit because mm-hmm. you know you come in with some heavier stuff. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think a lot of times some guys will play into that. Like, they know that they've gotten so deep there that they now got to kind of get a little bit cheesy just to, like, bring it back down, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, we're not going to break down every single line of it, but we're just a whole bunch of things that I, like, point out. And, like, that. the thing is, too, about, like, these good layer lines like this, it, it's also setting a tone. But like you said, very early in the in the introduction, these lines mean nothing without the execution. Exactly. So we, we do got to give him props for his performance on each and every single line. I think what meant so much about this is that, like, all right, let's reflect a little bit on Iron's resume just really briefly. Mm-hmm. He battled uh, B-Magic, battled Daylight. He battled guys already in writer's block. Yeah. He's battled guys that are that are pens are crazy. Elite. Yeah. <laughs> Their the pens are elite. Their pens are crazy. Right? <laughs> So he's finally back in an environment where he gets to redeem himself. He's in an environment where he doesn't have to uh, use performance skills, where he doesn't have to prepare for an audience. He gets to literally say, okay, now I can. He gets to just rub his hands together and just come up with the craziest. That's why I think it looks so great. I think that's why it was one of his best performances because he's done. That's all. He just has to zone in and just lock in. Since the MOOC battle, he's definitely had in the back of his mind, I need a crowd to like me again. I mean, you got booed after losing 5-0. Yeah. Or I'm sure all you can think about moving forward is how can I get you guys to like me. I mean, he took four years off, you know what I'm saying? So four years to off. come back, <laughs> you better hope the people like you. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you're working for absolutely. that. Absolutely. And uh, so that that lets you know that when he comes back here, it was a redemption. Mm-hmm. He got to be himself, his his origin. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also used a origin, origin <laughs> scheme too. What? But he, he, like the math battle. That like we seen scheming prior, but like that was creative. That was yeah. great. That was deconstruct. He was deconstructing math. Pretty he much. Was, 
So like he he got to do the exact. Same and then thing not only that, he did exactly which you, you know what's funny is mm-hmm. I know we're jumping around a little bit and we're gonna get back into the lyrics of the uh, Rum Nitty battle. Right. But exactly what you just said in his second round versus Math, mm-hmm. he did a whole God body scheme. Right. You know what I'm saying? And breaking down the supreme mathematics of the five percent nation. But it wasn't like he was just like, oh, you know, uh, mathematics number one is and number two is like he basically broke it down what it's like to be a god. And he was dropping those key terms that if you've heard some of the knowledge before, then you know exactly what he was talking about. But it wasn't so obvious. So that's what made it so ill. And what's also ill about Iron is that he'll drop little bars and phrases Mm -hmm. that you're not exactly sure what he's talking about, but you know it's fire because there's some people going crazy there. So it makes you want to go and research and dig a little bit deeper to see what he's actually talking about. And that's what great writers do also. So it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because that's exactly what he did in that second round versus math. So I know we talked a lot about what you can do and what's the goal with uh, a round, right? Mm -hmm. But now what's interesting to me is, uh, a good writer doesn't just think one round. Mm, they think about the oh, entire battle. I'll cheer them. <laughs> they think all three. Yeah. They don't just write their heart out for one <laughs> and do the same thing for the other <laughs> and the other and don't make it all connect. Right, right. That's what separates a vet, a superstar, a, str- a strategic battler that, that layers it all together. Yeah. Like I said in the first round. And there's also they also write with an arc. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like They know right. that it can't just be the same thing. It can't be linear. They got to write right. with an arc. So in the first round, the first couple lines, Iron Solomon talked about uh, uh, Rum Nitty's battle with Charlie Clips and how it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to like break down or take away some of Rum Nitty's accolades and wins. He starts the second round by saying, you told us you 99% gun bars, the other 1% is a slogan. Bitch, we notice. When <laughs> Nitty picks a topic, that boy is focused. Focus. <laughs> no joking, no schemes, no personals, no angles. Let me guess. You're just going to rap about Iron the whole battle. Oh, man. Damn. So, like, instantly. He turned himself into right. a punchline. Right. See, and a good pen isn't just always being intricate. It's about saying what you need to say and conveying right. the message for us to be like, wow, you know what? You, you're you right about that. Exactly. That's why, like, even though this battle is preference and, and, and it is uh, subjective, some people may have Rum 3-0, mm-hmm. Iron 3-0. It's a big debate about this battle everywhere. I think you can't deny the fact that Iron is the more equipped and skillful rapper. Yeah. Iron was taking it. Just another layer deeper. More creative. You too. know what I mean? Right. Absolutely, man. That's not to take away from the Rumidi. Come on. We already know that. Like, if, if we're calling a battle a classic, that means that both guys went crazy. So, so we ain't going to be doing this apologizing all night to we, the other we, guy. We're not taking away from Rumidi, but uh, Iron, is. About Iron, Iron is. Iron is. <laughs> right? But Iron is. Iron right. is not happy with the fact that he's only going to rap about Iron the whole battle. He said, well, you just stop. Whether I kill you or not, because if you fit someone else in the plot, you're putting yourself in the box. Mm. Respect this lesson instantly, right? He's he's literally just letting Iron, he's uh, he's letting Rum Nitty know, okay, this is all you do, and I'm about to school you. Literally, <laughs> no, like this this yeah. is where this the scheme starts. I'm about to school you. Respect the lesson. Let's go. I'm trying to learn you. Don't second guess it. You will always be number two when your pencil is tested. If you take battles like Scantron with every question, you got to fill up your whole round with lead just to get accepted. Mm. That, oh my, what'd you think of that? It brought me back to junior high school, taking my regents, <laughs> filling out all of Scantrons, my dude. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a great he breakdown. Of the, it, he just that took him back to school. That man. was a great 12 bar breakdown. Like, And the, the transition through it all was Flawless, it, and that's the thing that I enjoy about 
Iron's writing. It's just that one word leads to the next word, leads to the next word in the scheme, but it all ties in as if it was just a regular sentence. Absolutely. When you can read this, when you can read a scheme like a sentence, but it's still a scheme, you have mastered that scheme right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He still uh, keeps going to. Uh, Let's go. All these extra gestures made you the prince of gun punches, mm-hmm. but the rule is you can never be king with just one subject. <laughs> Word up, man. You gotta have so that, <laughs> you gotta have a whole kingdom to rule that, over, that, man. That's what I'm saying about Iron. Like like he'll take the and, the, and he'll take the subject and associate everything around it. Exactly. Versus taking something and just making it into a list of and things. And Ron calls himself the gun bar king. That's the obviously. problem with schemes. Like like Chilla Jones broke scheming for us, but people just take scheming and just list the it, topics instead of getting creative around the whole bubble of the well, word. Well, he pointed that out in the uh, Chilla Jones battle. And we'll get you to know, that. We're going to get to that. And, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> and uh, more, more parts of uh, Iron's round two that I liked. Uh, oh, man, there's so much. Uh, go. I'm going to jump down towards uh, the midsection. Is this the people you kill or the people you die for? Is you fourth quarter blood crip? You throwing up the six, but you five four. I love the, <laughs> the sequence backwards of the numbers. Uh huh. I'll send them to hell or angels if you don't take my advice. And hold on, and Lord. Just, just for those that don't, because uh, you know we're deconstructing it. For those that don't understand, when he says he's throwing up the six, that's a representation of a particular organization that Nitty is down with. Right. So you know if you know what that is, then it makes total sense because you know what. It, you know what? Good did you say that. So let's let's take it back a, a handful of lines because uh-huh. since since Iron's whole round is like a story, I guess we need the whole part. I'm yeah. not gonna just put the part that I like. Let's go. Let's so, decon- uh, let's deconstruct it. My let's brother. deconstruct it as a whole. Let's bring it all the way back up, right? Uh-huh. So he says here, yo. He says here, with writer's block, he's got major billings, but the type of guap he got paid was for shillings. He debted them, <laughs> thinking he was on Team Homie's side, make a killing. Draw the line, boy. Boom. So right there, he's already opened up the gates that uh, Rum Nitty's a click hopping. Yeah. Rum Nitty's a click hopper. He, he wears for LOM. paper. Yeah. He wears an LOM shirt. He'll uh-huh. market this. He'll market this brand. It's fourth quarter. He's writer's block. All these things. And uh, I love the fact how he ended it. Thinking Tim homicide, he'll make a killing. Draw the line. You already know homicide. We right, draw right. that white line. If you guys watch crime shows. <laughs> CSI. <laughs> right, right. So right. then Iron transitions into who's the brotherhood you would really ride for? Mm. Folks you're willing to pay the price for. Mm. The people you kill or die for. Mm. Is this a fourth quarter? Blood or Crip, you're throwing up the six, but you five four. Hello. So now we see the entire breakdown of it where he opened it up as to your click hopping. What what are you what are you doing here? Exactly. You know, are you this? Are you that? Are you Who this? You are you that? For? What are you like? What 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 Who do you do rep? Who you belong to? Who do you belong to? <laughs> Who you rep with? <laughs> QB. <laughs> Who you rep with? So now he's he's talking about like as a whole. Who's what gang are you in? Yeah, what gang who are, are you with? actually writing right. for? Like, so then the transition to the next line. He goes, "I'll send him to hell or angels if he doesn't take my advice, Lord." Mm. Boom, advice, Lord, advice, Lord. We're already ta- now we're talking about gangs. He he opened up the thing with gangs. Mm. He started Bloods, Crips, Six, vice Five. Lord. Right now, this is scheming people. He's scheming within the scheme. This is scheming people. This is schemeception. <laughs> Scheme section. This is crazy. I'm getting dizzy thinking about how deep this scheme is right now, man. Keep advice. I'm not, Lord. It, it's not. It's not over. 
But keep, come on, keep going. Bro. If you don't take my advice, Lord, if the Latin kings believe it, you will say you were fit for Boricua. You'd be banging <laughs> that black and yellow harder than Wiz with Khalifa. Khalifa. Obviously, that's a that's right. a play on black and yellow is uh, colors of the Latin king, golden yellow. And Wiz Khalifa's song. And Wiz Khalifa's song was black and yellow. So you see how that all ties in. Latin kings are mostly Boricuas, Puerto Ricans. Exactly. So if he said he was a fifth, and you know, we got some dark skinned brothers that are Puerto Ricans. So he's basically saying Nitty could pass, he would be a Latin king, damn it. <laughs> Fabricating your credibility by claiming you gangbang, saying you slang grams, the type of lame that I can't stand. I didn't grow up selling coke. I was raised with a cane fan. I caught my first charge riding my name with a spray can. Cane fan meaning Big Daddy Kane mm -hmm. caught the charge with a spray can, meaning that he was out doing graffiti and living a hip hop lifestyle. Exactly. So he's Thank all, you. So he's already setting up like, hey, listen. Violence like, doesn't mean hip hop. Right, exactly. Bam. And, and, and he's also setting it up. He's he's playing a little defense here because he's saying if you're going to start saying, well, you wasn't out doing this, you wasn't out doing that. Right. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to take the Eminem route. He can just say, hey, I was out living hip hop. Right. I'm I am hip hop. I'm doing hip hop. So if you're saying what I'm doing is corny is to say that doing hip hop is corny, See, essentially. So it, that's defensive writing already right there. Look, man, uh, we, we, this, this is a little, I guess, uh, in the social side of things. But people forget that there was a dark time of battle rap where I guess other ethnic groups, whites, Asians, Latinos, yeah. just was, wasn't as welcomed into right, the culture. Right. Like, you know, like. If Iron Solomon had to battle somewhere, it'd be nothing but Eminem jokes. Right. That wouldn't have flown on on the Scribble Jam stage. They're like, oh, come on, we don't want to hear that stuff. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So Iron Solomon was one of the few guys that was labeled into the backpack rap, <laughs> but broke the stigma by crossing over to to Smack and the platform. So that's yeah. that's why he his his legacy is cemented for. Uh, you know, on both sides, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Both so sides. That's why, like, I think that line is so special. Where it's like, he's letting it be known, like, yo. Look how the look how this whole scheme opened up. Mm -hmm. What gang do you rep? Right. Right? What gang are you in? You think being a gangbanger is cool? Like that's literally all the transitions of it. Like mm -hmm. it's like it's almost as if you're talking to somebody and arguing with them. That's it's interesting. Like, you know when you're arguing? Yeah. You'll bring up one point. A girl is arguing with you. She'll bring up one point, you answer, and that answer leads to another point. <laughs> <laughs> Women are great at that. Yo, man, you have the right to remain, <laughs> remain silent. silent. <laughs> Just so play dumb, fellas. Play Iron dumb. kept opening doors within the scheme uh -huh. and then towards the end reflected it back on himself where he's like like you said, he was he was a Kane fan and caught his first charge riding with a spray. And people forget elements of hip hop, graffiti. Yeah, and yeah. guess what? At that event, Smack Volume One, what did they do when they, they got had graffiti they, they had on the wall? On the wall Hello. And they, and they spray painted Hello. their names. This is hip hop, Kinda people. Crazy, See, this again. This is going back to it. This is why I'm just like I can't believe you're gonna say I, uh, Rum Law, uh, Rum One, <laughs> right? Because of how much like versatility. It's so deep. Yeah, man. It's, it's so crazy. deep. It is. It's amazing on both ends, but it's just this is definitely more creative, right. layered, and versatile. And uh, what else, man? So this is this is here, right here. Let me pull this part right here. All right. So even with the nickel, I'm the wrong one to meddle with. First name Iron, but I'm good in any element. Mm. That's that it. should be self-explanatory. That's chemistry. So that, that's the, that's the opener. Uh huh. The opener is. Just, so you already know. See, the thing is, guys, the opener is just to give you the subject and to catch your attention. Like, okay, that was witty. <laughs> Exactly. So that's not going to fly over your head. So if you guys are new to Iron Solomon, whenever he has his next battle, well, we know when he has his next battle, August 18th mm -hmm. versus a big K at Club Drum, RBE shit, you should start looking out. The first few words that he's talking about is generally going to give you a heads up. And you should perk your ears and 
Get your brain cells going. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely, man. Uh, Go on, my brother. Tables with the podium, lonium, rustoleum. You really with the shits? The mode I'm in is emodium. Mm. People, emodium is uh, when you can't, <laughs> you can't get the runs. I'll you let you break that one down. You can't, you can't get the runs, and you need to get the runs going. You feel me? That's what emodium is. Oh man, word up! When you need to free, so up. When the, you need the, to free some things up, man. Not only was it slick. But it made sense. And the See, mode a, I'm yeah. in. Yes, exactly. Emodium. 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 You know emodium that, that's, that's, not even a reach. It's not. It's exactly. perfect. Um, ending of his second round, he literally says it. My flow is like wine. So even if me and this fourth quarter score is tied inside the building, I am winning over time. He let it be Hell known. Uh, hey, guess what? I'm going to be lyrical this battle. Uh-huh. My flow is like wine. This is going to age. It tastes better with age. And more importantly, if you walk away here thinking, oh, it was a good back and forth or yeah. a rum one. I'm winning As over time. time. Fourth quarter score time winning over time. Crazy, right? I'm winning on camera. Crazy. I want to win this battle on camera. Z. And he that he did for me at least. <sighs> and it's it's just incredible, man. Like cuz yeah, he was always pretty much a good writer, mm-hmm. but this level of writing was just so elite for me. That's it was a I, step up. It was a step up. And it, and it's not like his pen hasn't been crazy. Right. So for him to sit down focus like I remember I tweeted him and I was like, I was just so impressed. Like, yo, after all of this time and already being an elite writer, you've managed to step it up even more. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fun watching his battles to break all these lyrics down and deconstruct them. So, my brother, we going to that third round? Um, in the third round, uh, I'm going to go to the middle of the third round. Where are we at here? So, I'm handing out hits. This is a methadone clinic. <laughs> what? Hello. <laughs> that already, like, I'm telling you, he this this the eye opener. Like, oh, whoop, uh-huh. you got my attention. You get beat so steady. Think a metronome did it. And if you guys don't know what that is, a metronome helps you stay on time. Mm-hmm. And it's a click, so a beat stay steady. Boom. There you go. You get the bow riddick, then the left to go with it. <laughs> Yo, that, see, you see something like that for me. Those that little multi right there, and right. the way that he flipped, right. it just didn't come out Riddick Bow. You're not expecting to hear Bow Riddick, and then the way he matches up that multi, things like that just bring me a little bit of old school joy, man. When he does things like that, uh, Riddick Bow had three fights in a row where he got a KO or TKO with mm-hmm. his right hand against uh, Herbie Hyde, Jorge Gonzalez, and Evander Holyfield. Talk that shit. Talk that boxing shit. So. Man. That's where the next line goes, the left to go with it. So you get the bow Riddick, my right hand, <laughs> and you go get the left to go with it. It's a combination. <laughs> he ain't leaving nothing behind, man. That's go, crazy when you think about it. Like that even lets you know, like, I'm in the boxing too. Like see, all this, that. see, like this like you said, like I guess Riddick, Bow Bow Riddick, that's yeah. what will catch your line catch right. attention to the line. But then if you're deep into like all the things that he talks about as well, the subjects, then mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, Oh shit, yo. I just remembered that like he got he knocked the advantage of with his right hand. Exactly. Like he hit with the right and then boom, it was a TKO. The left to go with it. So he literally, he's literally just he could he could have just said you get my right and my left. Exactly. Everybody could have said you get my right and my left. I'll leave you left when I give you my right. You weren't mm-hmm. like you weren't right Civil when I rights, left you left. Just that a third. Yeah, yeah. But no, he followed that up and he gave you the right example with it too, man. Of a guy who's really doing it. You know what so I mean? So he 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 made a, a metaphor for the right hand punch. 
Mm-hmm. And he let it be known. You get the left to go with it. Mm-hmm. And I put lashes on your cheek. It ain't from Eskimo kisses. <laughs> this could have been a punchline, but he turned it into a metaphor and, and, and a whole imagery or something instead. He could have just said, when I put lash, I put lashes on your cheek like like Eskimo kisses. That's what somebody, not, I don't want to call them simplistic, but that's what like just somebody else would do. Just make, put like in there. And then keep it moving. And keep it moving. He doesn't he didn't put like in there. I don't even think he uses like that much in his rounds. Yeah, man. Um, wow. That is really crazy. So um, that's why his pen game. Was guess crazy. what? This is this is how he ends it. I could box with both fists to make every punch land. We were not. Were we, we not were just talking about that. We were not the just right talking hit. about boxing. Mm-hmm. So and uh, Eskimo kisses, kisses on the cheek. So where are the punches landing on uh, your cheek? <laughs> Hello. You see the layers. That's, <laughs> this is deconstructed, people. Oh my god. This is dude. why I'm telling you, like, this is really good writing. So like, but again. Breaking it down, I guess you're not going to catch it at, at the first instinct. Right. I think you're not even going to catch it if you listen to it a bunch of times. You have, you you have, have to read. We have to read it sometimes. This is and why, I know this, this is battle. I know, I know this is battle. I'd be like, oh, if I have to read the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? There was a niche of battle rap. Yeah. Where people had text battles. Yeah. I would love Conceded to get. it was part of that. I was just about to get into that. Yeah. I would love to learn more about the culture as a whole of text battling. Because mm-hmm. Conceited was into that, mm-hmm. and that's where we get the Sun style. And they were one of the first guys with the full pen break. There's a lot of pens in battle rap prior to 2010, but they yeah. were the guys that took words and had fun breaking them down. Exactly. And their skills was breaking words down. Exactly. And now everybody's skill has to be breaking words. Even aggressive guys have to find a way to make a punchline breaking a word down. Right. And I think the the other thing that's super interesting, too, is that, you know, this will make you a better fan, not for nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it'll also make you appreciate how hard some of this writing is, how difficult it is, how, how much, much man hours, how much brain power you got to put into this to be able to write this deep. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So this is why we're doing the deconstruction, to really go thoroughly into the lyrics, to break it down, and to make you guys appreciate what it takes for these guys to really write all of this stuff. And not everyone can do this. And the other thing, too, is not everyone is going to get their verses deconstructed. I think I, I, think I just... I, you guess, feel me? Guess what? I think I, think I just caught one more <laughs> you thing. You another nugget? Uh, the beginning of the scheme was uh, I'm handing out hits. Uh-huh. Hits, like punches. I'm yeah. beating you. Oh, yeah, yeah, You get beat so steady, beat, I'm beating you up. Boom. Damn. <sighs> we caught something on the fly. <laughs> Yo, That's son. when you know it's layered. This is, and we just read the shit. And we just read this shit. Come on, man. Yo, iron. Iron. This is this is uh, uh. this is the nerd side of battle rap, but it's fun, man. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something, man. I love that word nerd. You can call me a battle rap nerd every day. And guess oh, what? Hell yeah. Everybody hell yeah. who's watching battle rap as intensely as we are i don't care if you got eight felonies or if you've never seen the inside of a precinct if you're watching battle rap every day you're a battle rap nerd i'm sorry you know what i'm saying if you know how to drive a car and you're into cars way better than anyone you're a car nerd so ain't nothing wrong with that you know what i'm saying uh, let me keep it rolling man so keep it that, rolling brother that, that, i'm sorry man i got a little worked up right no there, i man. i did too man that's Cause, it's yo because when i because you know what? When we were kids, I know if you're into hip-hop, like I'm into hip-hop, right. if you really, really like someone's, you know, pen game, mm-hmm. and it was crazy, like Nas, I used to have to sit there and write it down oh, just listen. so I can, like, decipher it and read it so it can make It's like a whole other experience. V, now, that, me, now that somebody's written it for me. I hate, I hate to cut you off. Let me, you let, me know when you, let me know when you're ready. Go ahead, brother. I think I see where oh, I got another took, one? I think I picked up another one, but it, oh, come, it comes go. from the top all the way down hey, yo, pause. to the bottom. <laughs> no. from, from the top of the scheme. Oh, there you go. There you go. It comes see? from the top of the scheme. I'm just going to make you work harder. Okay. Pause now. Okay. Here we go. Just keep it rolling. 
So yeah, yeah. Top of the scheme. Here we go. He starts the scheme again. I'm handing out hits like this is a methadone clinic. Now uh-huh. let's move forward, right? Uh, I could box with both fists and make every punch land or just to prove this point, make this 3-0 with one hand. Uh-huh. So now we get the visual, right? We, we got the whole 3-0. Yeah. To get props. Pinky in the air while I sip scotch. So you mm. people, fancy people put Hello, pink- I'm going to take my sip right now, yeah, my brother. you can do that, okay? <laughs> Middle finger through your round. Fuck your round. Nothing you say in this ring pops. Mm, the Boom. ring finger. Ring finger, ring pop. And the pop. middle finger. That's it, three different fingers. Right. And he's holding up the 3-0 sign. Now, check this out. Yo, let's state Damn, the facts. Damn, how deep is that, son? Let's state the facts. Y'all he might had, have to play this back. Uh-huh. But when you piece it all together, those are type of lines that created smack. Mm. So Glue, Joe, Mike, and none none can play those new roles. I was the first white to watch. I made this huge blow. <laughs> Now this is this is this Break is what I caught. Break down that double entendre, please. This is what I caught from the uh-huh. whole thing. So, before getting into the whole finger scheme mm-hmm. of the pinky, middle finger, and ring, he literally said towards the end, "When you piece it all together, these are the type of lines that created smack." And then he, he o- did it. Yeah, he he opened up his he had an open hand for a smack, mm-hmm. but he opened the whole scheme with handing out hits and beating you so steady. Hand hits. So he's literally the smack. Yeah, yeah, of course. The smack. <laughs> the That's handing one. out hits. Yeah. Hand yeah. out hits. But check smack. this out. <laughs> As he's talking about punching, uh-huh. what's what's Battle Rap become now? A series of punchline punch, festivals, punch, punch. right? Yeah. Punchline festivals. One round, gun round. One, yeah, punch one line, line gun line, punchline festival. Shout That's, out to Agweezy. <laughs> and um he's literally saying, Smack, you're all you guys become is just nothing but endless punchlines. Mm-hmm. I'll make an entire scheme of punching. Without punching, right? There's no likes in here at all. There's this, so there's no there's no similes in between at all at all. And he's saying when you piece all together, that's what type of lines it created. Smack, smack wasn't made off of punches, a million punches, punchers. Punches, right. It was made off everybody's individual style and charisma exactly. and lyricism and aggression. So he breaks it all down as a whole. Where he's saying, "Listen, I'll punch with you, uh-huh. but I'll show you how to punch in the scheme." And I'll break it all down, and I'll connect it to the origins of of my whole my whole legacy, because this whole because this whole round he basically was just talking about his legacy, where he was mentioning to Rum like, oh like you wouldn't even know Smack without the beer, you wouldn't know this, you wouldn't know this. I know this part of Smack, I know this, I know what happens here, I know what New New does, <laughs> right? I even know right? what New New does. So he's literally saying to, to Rum like, yo, I'm a legend here, I am a legend. So when he takes down the fact that he says this is the type of lines that created Smack, he's like. Punchlines isn't smack. This creative this, lyricism, this art form, this is. is smack. I am a legend. Because not for nothing, too, if you think about it, I mean, yes, you do have to have a, a, a great level of creativity to be an elite puncher. However, if you want to be a basic puncher, you can sit someone down and teach them just how to punch. But you can't just sit someone down and teach them how to write this layered. You feel me? This, so that, that's that's this, showing you. This isn't also a four like, you know, filler, separation. This isn't a four filler line setup with a simile at the end. Mm-mm. We like those. We do like those, but we know that. But we know that this is deeper layer. Everything thinking. has its lane. You know right. what I'm saying? Everything has its lane, and in this lane, I, I don't even think Iron Solomon did one of those your regular four bar setups. Nah. Not even once in this. Nah. So like that's crazy, man. You know, Iron always gonna give you the cheesy lines. Uh, <laughs> on paper, I got pat after pat for you, manginas. That's a that's a cheesy word to say. I man. I don't call my boys a mangina. <laughs> I don't call nobody a mangina. Yo, my dude, that's some white boy shit. <laughs> 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 that's 
that's some, he, he, hey, listen, that's some, he, he's got to throw arbitrary white boy line on, out there. You know what I'm saying? On paper, I got pat after pat for you, manginas. Hitting keys, a gig of these for you bitches like quagmires. A gig of these, a gig of these, giggity, a gig of these. Yeah, giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a shit to make you smile. Yo, listen, man. <laughs> sometimes you got to throw something like that, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> quagmire was a horn dog, man. Listen, Horn man. Dizzle, man. That, that, there's so much more I can easily break down, but that's man. just a brief uh, preview of uh, what Deconstructed looks like. Yeah, man. Damn. The first one in the can. You guys are getting to listen to the demo right here. You know what I mean? You should feel special. If you listen <laughs> to this right now, right, right. you are a privileged cat. Off the fly. Like, I just say, yeah, let me print out these lyrics, man. I really love this battle. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about it. And now I'm just here even catching more things, too, even after reading it a handful of times. Crazy, man. We got a whole new segment, my brother. Definitely going to break down Iron Solomon and Chilla Jones soon oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Early. You already know that, man. Yeah. So, my brother, let's, uh, you know what I mean? Let's talk battle rap. Another one in the can. Deconstruction. I like this deconstructed, man. Fire, man. Shit. Motherfucking, uh... Ian Solomon versus Rum Nitty, another one in the can. So let's turn. Are it we in. going to do one for Rum Nitty? Yeah, I'm about to do it. We, 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 we not, not today, but we're definitely going to do one for Rum Nitty we'll as well, right? Do it, man. Definitely. Because honestly, even though Rum Nitty's uh, whole subject was just the gun, iron, 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 but gun. We can, we can, but guess what? In between it, there was really great fucking. So let's writing. do that then. So let's do that. So let's uh, let's give Nitty equal time, right? Right. Because since it's a preference battle. And and, yeah, and, and and we want to go down deep into the lyrics. Right. Let's really break it down and right. see, okay, so what he has one subject matter. Is is him just talking about that one subject that crazy right. that you can actually say, hey, I can see why someone will give it to him? The Let's break it writing, down. Yeah, the level of writing of it was crazy, too. So we're definitely going to Yeah, we'll revisit up, it, and we'll do that one. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, guys, we're going to sign out. Let's talk Battle Rap. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up. Email, Gmail, all that. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.